Are you tired of feeling like you have to hide your faith in order to be successful in business? Welcome to the Flamingo Advantage podcast, where Christian marketing and client experience coach Katie Horner leads you to embrace your uniqueness, to see the marketplace as a mission field and your business as an act of worship. Welcome back to this episode of the Flamingo Advantage podcast. I am your host, Katie Horner, and I am thrilled to have with us today a very special woman who has a background in law and is now running successful and profitable nonprofits. So Carrie Reichartz, I'm so excited that you're with us today and really looking forward to speaking with you and finding out more about your Flamingo Advantage in business. Oh, absolutely, Kitty. I am so excited to be here with you and your listeners, and I cannot wait to share all that God is doing. So tell us about how you got into nonprofit work first. So give us a little backstory there. As most of the others we've interviewed so far have been entrepreneurs, you know, starting a nonprofit is an entrepreneurial event. However, we tend to think of it differently. So share with us why you went the nonprofit route versus a for-profit business. Absolutely. I really feel like, well, there's a long story to that. But I originally went to Kenya with my church. It was just an opportunity that was before me. I was a practicing lawyer at the time, running my own law office. I had worked for a firm and broke off from there so I could have more time for my kids and was running my own firm. Went to Kenya and uh, God just broke me. Like to see people in 2008 living in mud huts was just more than I could take. That people not only didn't have dirty water to get, but like they had no water to get not having food, kids not going to school, like these things like in 2008, like I get in the 1900s, like, yes, but how can I live like this when they're living like that? Like, that's not fair. And I struggled with God a lot, actually, on that, that whole process. But in the end, I know he's good. And it's my fault that it's not that it's happening. It's our fault collectively as a society that we're not doing what he's calling us to do that then creates these, these circumstances for people. And so I didn't know what that meant. But I did know Ephesians 2.10 and that idea of he created us for a purpose. And for me, a long story short, uh, just kind of fast forwarding many years, I have been through rape and sexual abuse personally. And that is part of my journey is also early pregnancy is a part of my journey. And he has called me to reach out to girls that have been through similar circumstances, both early pregnancy as well as rape and sexual abuse and bring healing spiritually, emotionally, mentally, financially and all the freedom that comes with knowing who they are in Christ. And I went through businesses. As you know, I had a a business, obviously, of my law office. I had a a small daycare business as well. And really, a nonprofit is a business. If you don't run it like a business, it's not not about no profit, guys. Like, you need profit to do the programs he's calling you to do, right? It's it's about taxation. It's about different things like that. and, And how much are caps as far as salary? But you can have a salary. Running a nonprofit, you should have a salary if you are running a nonprofit. You need to do it well. You need to have your focus and attention or it's not going to work and your clients are going to suffer. So we need you to have focus. And so anyway, I could go on and on about that. So I'm going to let you go to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love how you know your personal experience combined with your story and your history combined with your education uniquely placed you in a position where you could do something about a need that you saw. That just, it's amazing. And I see God do this over and over and over again in in so many different ways. 
where, you know, there's a need and well, what do you know? I know how to do this is the way it was with us. When we started our first business, we were homeschooling our children in Mexico and started to look around at the other homeschoolers and say, there's no curriculum available in Spanish, right? When we started our, our Lemonhaus homeschool company, that it was the first literature-based homeschool curriculum that had been created for the Spanish speakers of the world. But at the time that we created that curriculum, there was only two or three curriculum options, period. And some of them you had to call and make a phone call in English to order the Spanish material. (laughs) Like it was kind of crazy, you know? And here we were sitting here with a master's degree in curriculum development and education. And we were in the country and, you know, we're like, we can do something about that. And God had uniquely positioned us just as he did you. I love hearing those stories. People think, oh, I can't have a business or I can't make an impact. You can. God has been preparing you all of your life for these opportunities that may be staring you in the face. And it's time for us to take action and do something. And I'm so thrilled to hear of all that God is doing over there. Tell us more about your nonprofit and like the raising of the funds for this and how that works. So what we do over in Kenya is called Mercy's Life Family. And we we support, we have a maternity home. I don't think I shared that yet. Uh, We have a maternity home where we bring these girls in and we give them all of this counseling that comes with that. It's vocational skills, it's business skills, it's a lot of different skills. It's a three-year program that leads to self-sufficiency. That to me is one of the biggest problems in the nonprofit world. The idea that we actually create more dependency right? It's like, oh, keep coming to me for money. Keep, you know, supporting. It's like, no, no, Like we need to be working a program that is getting them out of this system, not continually dependent on me or anyone else, you know, to continue to bring that money. So that is number one. Like we need to make sure the program itself, number one is taking into account that community, right? Don't go in thinking, I know the best answer for you because I, whatever it is you think, right? Like God downloaded this program, but I'm not going to talk to anyone in that community to see if they actually want it or need it, right? Like we need to go into our communities and say, hey, I feel that God's calling me to serve here. What is your biggest need and how can we help meet that need? Mm. So I think that's that's another part of that is that idea of involving the community in that. And then that idea of there's a long-term program. This is not about forever. This is about a a time of help to get them to self-sustain. And sometimes like for us, that's all in. Like this is everything. Like, I mean, it's finances, it's food, it's, you know, it's everything. And we've got to meet all of those needs like that is for that short-term period. And then these girls will go out and change the community. And so they'll be the ones that change the laws. They'll be the ones that change the culture because right now in that culture, it's okay to, to rape and sexually abuse your daughter because she's your property. So it doesn't matter. But these girls will go and change it because by law, it's not okay. But by culture, it is okay. And these girls will be the ones out there making those changes. Not me. That's not my job to change. God has a job for me and I need to stay in my lane and let them take care of what what God's calling them to do and empower them to do that through that process. I love that. I love all of that. And to go back to something that you said is going in and asking, what do they need? Because we see this so often with those of us who are trying to take our skills and expertise online with our businesses as well that so often we think we have the answer before we've even collected the audience, right? We, oh, I know what they need. I'm the expert. And you may be, I'm not arguing that point, right? But we've got to communicate it in a way that they're willing to receive it. Just like you said, does the community want this? And one of the best ways to create your course or online program and in my lane of work is to go out and find people who have a need for what you can teach 
or what you can impart, the skill you can teach or the knowledge you have, but then to build it with them to say, okay, here's the next step. Now, what do you need? Right? Because when they express it in their language, you're able to communicate your answer more effectively and show them that you are there to help them take that next step. And so I just wanted to make that correlation between what you're doing in a physical nonprofit charity kind of situation to those of us with online businesses or in the knowledge industry or in counseling ministries and things like that. Like, this is how we do it. Not coming in, I've got all the answers, but coming in like Jesus did and asking questions. The majority of the words recorded in scripture for Jesus that he actually spoke are questions, not answers. And I think that there's a lot that we could learn from that for sure. The second thing I loved that you said was talking about the empowerment, right? Staying in your lane and realizing this is what God has called me to do and letting those girls step up to the next step of the vision for what God is calling them into. And so many times, I think we as entrepreneurs tend to have all the visions. I want to do all the things and it distracts us and it diminishes our power by not staying focused on the thing that God has called us to that we're the best at. And then recognizing that with part of that is raising up the next generation. And I think, you know, if David wanted with all his heart to build a temple for God and God said, no, you're not the one, right? And he said, great, I'll stay in my lane. I'll accept that I'm not the one for the long-term part of the vision, but let me raise up the one who will be. Let me prepare the way. Let me prepare the resources. Let me, you know, And it was a generational legacy to create that temple that David had visioned and been able to prepare the way for. And God wants to do so much more through the businesses that we have, through the lives that our businesses touch. And we have a part in preparing the way for that to be done. We do. We do. And and now as we help you know, people start up Christian nonprofits, it's the same thing. And it's a struggle for me in that area. You know, that idea of let other people, like, I am not a tech expert. Stop trying to be one. Like, hire someone to do it. I don't want to pay. I don't have the money. But you're never going to get there if you don't. Like, you never are expected to have all those skill sets. You've got to, you know, I've got to let go of some of those pieces and parts. And so, this is so, so true. And that idea of humility, right? That's what questions are, right? That's what going to the audience and asking what they want. That's humility. And that's what he calls us to. Not know-it-all, not pride, not Carrie's great system, not, you know, whatever that might look like, right? It's about him and bringing people to him through your business, whatever that that he's calling you to do there, through the skills that he's giving you, the spiritual gifts that he's given you, you know, and the purpose that he's instilled in you from before you were born that was in there. So trust it. Carrie, what would you say is, is your flamingo advantage? What's the thing that makes you stand out in your marketplace as different and unique from, from those that are serving some of the same people you serve? Oh, well, number one, I don't think anyone is serving Christian nonprofits, unfortunately. And so we're, we're really excited to be there. Uh, but if, I, if there were, it's that idea of inspiration, right? Like God will do it. It's not if, it's will, if he has called you to this, you know, so that, that idea of faith, that idea of, of inspiration, because I know what he says in his word is true. And when you forget it, I'll remind you. And I'll give you examples of how many times he's done it in my life and examples of how he's done it in your life prior to this, as much as I know about you. And so that idea of inspiration and that remembrance that we're dependent on him, 
not our finances, not what the world looks like, not the system, not the this, not the other. We're dependent on him and him alone. And he will work through a recession. He will work through imperfect carry, unfaithful carry, uh, you know, the best laid plans that never work out carry, like all of those things he will work through and he will bring his glory to that if I allow him. And that's what I help you do. I help you to remember that. I help you to stand on that. Don't beg him, but stand on his promises. I love that. I love that. I think there's such a need in the, the Christian marketplace and among Christians in the secular marketplace mm-hmm. to do more of the standing on yeah. his promises. I think for too long, we have been the ones in the asking position, the ones in the comparison position. And I think it's time that believers all over stand up and say, you know, God didn't say pastors go into the world and preach the gospel. He said, you and you are you, and I am a you, and she is a you, and he is a you, like you go. And whatever it is that God has equipped you to do, whether it's law, whether it's starting a nonprofit, whether it's starting a business, whether it's changing a tire, whether it's teaching kids or having a preschool, like you go into your world and share Jesus because how else are they going to get it? Right. And we need to stand on those promises that say, I am the God who provides for this. I am the God who will be with you wherever you go. And I am the God who provides for what I call you to. First Thessalonians 5.24 is that verse you were about to say, the reference, faithful is he that calls you, who also will do it. It's not about me doing anything. That is what I believe is the believer's flamingo advantage, is that you have a God who promises to not only call you to his purposes, but to do through you what he's called you to do. How could it get any better than that? And he provides for it. Like he gives you the money to do it. Like whatever it is, right? Like he colors it all. Like it's not your job to figure it out. And I think that's for me, like that was a hard one. You know, being a lawyer, like it was really hard to let go of that idea of, okay, let me just figure this out. Let me plan out five years. Let me do all these. And it's just like, no, 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 like let me take care of it. He will take care of it. That's not to say we don't plan. Like I'm not saying that at all, but at the same time, we don't need to micromanage and control it because he will... His purposes will prevail. Trust him in that process. Connect with him. That's what he wants more than anything. Your business will succeed once you choose to connect with him because he cares about your relationship with you. He loves you. He doesn't love your business. He loves you. As you're connecting with him, he will bless your business. But if you think you've got a great life plan and you're going to go off and do that plan, well, that's not in his blessing. That's not in his favor. That's not in his wheelhouse. As you connect with him, he will bring abundant blessing as you make him the priority and then the business as that secondary step. And that's not to say we're out there spouting Bible verses left, right, and sideways, because I don't do that. I'm not good with, with addresses, but our lives need to show it. Our lives need to show that we trust him. It needs to show that we that his promises are true and we can get examples of that in our lives. And if we can't, it's not because they're not true in your life. It's because we've got blinders on and we're not seeing it. So we've got to be open and looking and asking other people for their examples so we can share those and then start seeing them in our own lives. And oh, I could go on. So good. So good, Carrie. Thank you for sharing this today. We're about out of time here, but I want our listeners to know, number one, where can they find out more about your nonprofit and where can, how can they participate? Where can they give? And then if they're interested in your help to grow a nonprofit, um, tell us where to find that information too. And we'll put all this in the show notes, but I want you to hear it from Carrie. Absolutely. So for our nonprofit, it's mercieslight.org. 
So that's where you can go. You can donate. You can find out more about what we're doing and how we're doing it. We would love to chat with you about that. We love, you know, we're really, really passionate about that. And then if you're looking, if God is calling you to start a nonprofit or you think he might be, then reach out to us at christianrocketeers.com. Find us over there and you can set up a time to chat with us. It's free to chat with us for the first half hour and we can figure out your next steps. Figure out where you're at, where you feel God's calling you to go. And let's find the fastest steps to get you there. So love it. Love it. We'll put those in the show notes, guys. Reach out to Carrie, follow up with her. Follow what God is putting in your heart. Mm -hmm. I think that's the message from today's episode more than anything. Um, You have a unique calling on your life. You have a unique job to do in the ecosystem that is your world where God has uniquely placed you. And we want you to be equipped to do that. And if that is a nonprofit, if that is you in a giving position to someone else who's doing work, if that is you starting a business or growing a business or beginning an online program, whatever that is, God has put us here as facilitators and equippers to be able to help you. So please do reach out if there's something Carrie can do, something I can do. We would love to help you advance your purpose in the work that God is doing in the greater world. And just thank you, Carrie. You're so appreciative for all of your insights and sharing today. Thanks for having me. For those of you listening, hit subscribe wherever you are. But more than that, we'd love to have you share this episode with someone who could also benefit from it. Do you know a friend who's interested in our topic from today? Share this with them. Send them a link. Send them over to our link at theflamingoadvantage.com. We would love to be able to connect with them as well. We need your help to get the word out about what God is doing through his unique flamingos all over. Your message matters, and we need to stand up and be bold and confident Mm -hmm. on the promises of God and the message He's given us to give out to the world. We'll see you next time. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and consider joining our free listener community at theflamingoadvantage.com. Remember, my friends, your message matters and your voice is needed. Don't be afraid to let your flamingo show.